Hello, friends. Thank you for joining Multifamily Streamline, where we will discuss multifamily trends, operations, renovations, leasing, and basically all things multifamily. My hope is that this will be a resource, whether you are new to the industry or if you've been in the industry for over 30 years. My hope is that anybody, no matter the position, no matter operations, asset management, or the vendor side, will find this podcast as a resource. I'm Leslie Mathis, founder of Streamline Multifamily Group. I wanted to start a podcast as a resource for all my apartment friends and family. 19 years ago this month, I fell into the apartment business as a housekeeper while looking for an apartment in Mooresville, North Carolina. I had left Panama City, Florida, chasing dream with a wing and a prayer. And I found this amazing industry that I don't know what I would do without. I've worked my way up from a very entry-level position, and now I'm a consultant and the asset manager for Woodfield Development. I share this because I've walked a mile in most of your shoes and hope that you can learn from my missteps, bloopers, wins, and accomplishments. Back in the day, I used to clean my pool, touch up painting. I did it all. I would pick up the grounds. I shoveled snow. I planted flowers. I truly did it all. And sometimes I didn't do it well. I wish back then there was some type of podcast that I could have listened to to help me navigate some of my challenges that really related to all things multifamily. But hey, here we are, 2020, and this is my dream. And here we go. For 2020, my goal is to do two podcasts per month, sharing all things just mentioned, along with a great interview lineup where you can hear from peers, mentors, leaders, vendors, you name it, all in our industry. Just a quick share, last year while I was at the Multifamily Social Media Summit, my podcast vision was dreamt up. But y'all, I looked up last week and realized a whole 12 months had passed and no podcast. I had reached out for help with little response. I made notes of who I would like to interview. I did a little research and then nothing. Truly, it was epic fail on my part. At least that's how I felt last week. But life gets in the way. Things happen. But as this realization hit me like a ton of bricks, I knew it was just time to do it. No more waiting, no more worrying that it wouldn't be perfect. Just show up and figure it out along the way. So here we are. I'm truly so excited that during this epiphany, I also realized that the very first thing I wanted to talk to you about, so very ironic that as I record this podcast, I am in Napa for the 2020 Multifamily Social Media Summit, and even better, the first episode will launch on my 19-year anniversary in this amazing industry. So if you've been dreaming about something, my advice to you is go do it. Don't wait any longer. At least get the wheels in motion. Stop trying to overthink it. Life isn't perfect, and maybe your adventure won't be perfect but do it. If it's your dream, do it. Put the energy to move it forward. At least get the ball rolling. I promise. I doubt you will regret it. It will be, you could look up and it could be the greatest thing that you've ever done. Or 
It might not turn out the way that you thought, but it could turn out just the way that it's supposed to be. So again, that's my encouragement to you today. Go do it. If you've been dreaming it, do it. So now that I've shared my podcast 2020 goals, let's discuss your 2020 goals. Are you laser focused this year? Do you have 2020 vision? If the answer is no, well, hey, it's not too late. As our industry has grown abundantly the last few years, markets booming with new supply, value-add projects underway, large CapEx projects, properties sold, and or transition to new management, it really is easy to lose focus. It is often easy just to use our annual budget as a report card or a goal-setting board, but what would 2020 look like if you took it a step further? It could be your biggest year yet, or your portfolio's largest accomplishment. Or if you're an assistant manager, it could be your best delinquency year yet if we just take a little bit of time and set some additional goals. If you're in maintenance and you're listening to this, it could be your best expense saving year, or it could be the biggest CapEx project that you actually were able to bring in under budget. What kind of hero would you be if you did that? So I encourage you to get started setting goals outside of your budget. Our budgets outline revenue, growth, other income, expense control, and then the most important element, NOI, because remember, that is what dictates the value of our asset. Take a look at revenue and see where you can push. Have you reviewed all premiums recently? Are you on revenue optimization software? Take a deeper dive. There might be um, a setting that needs to be tweaked, or maybe it's a setting that's on autopilot or just the um, factory setting, for lack of a better word. Check and see. Maybe schedule a call with your revenue analyst and go through each setting and make sure. Make sure that your your base rent adjustments are set correctly. Sometimes things change. Sometimes our markets shift and what floor plan used to be the most popular might be a challenge today. So take a look at those settings. Do you have conservative renewal increases set in your budget? Take a look at those and see Is there a tweak that can be made before renewals go out? Could you send them out 1% higher than you originally budgeted? Call and see what your competitors are doing. If they're sending out a 5% increase, well, why would you send out 2%? If they're getting um, a 60% conversion on that 5% renewal increase, it's probably worth trying. Um, it's worth taking a deeper dive. Is there an other income line item that you're not charging for and your competitors are charging? Could you try charging for the gate remote? Could you charge a fee for the concierge service? Could you charge a fee for, um, I don't know, whatever it is. Take a look and see what your competitors are doing and see if you can do it. 
Is it something that you could roll into one fee, one line item, so that you don't have to feel that you're nickel and diming your residents? Is it one administrative fee or um, amenity fee that you could charge? Don't be scared to ask for it. You don't know the answer until you ask the question, until you try it. If it's not budgeted, but you can get it, again, look what you did. You just became the rock star. You've showed forward thinking activity that invokes confidence in you from the leadership team, from your ownership group. Don't just get stuck in the rut of only doing what your budget dictates. Look for five ways to increase revenue and just give it a try. And then we can track our progress month over month and see how it goes. Dig into your competitors. See if there's a competitor that maybe it's not a direct comp, but is charging a fee that nobody else is charging and see if you can get it. Again, you don't know if you don't ask. During the budget process, you reviewed all expenses to ensure the budget was correct. But has something changed? I encourage each of you to go back through line item by line item and find five ways you can improve on expense categories. This will be helpful if there is a miss on expenses later in the year. Remember, there always is. No matter if it's a broken elevator Um, additional expenses during your life safety inspection. Something always comes up. And when that something comes up, you will have the ammo to share with your leadership that while this was a budget miss, you have found savings in other categories to help cover this, to help compensate for this overage that you were not anticipating. Do not just accept this is what we budgeted So this is what I will spend. This is another misconception. Don't live in fear that you will lose the money for next year. It's really quite the opposite. It shows your forward thinking skills and evokes confidence again in your leadership ability. Trust me, I get it. I've been there. If I don't order this swag, they will never let me order cups again. Or online marketing, I will never get that PPC spend back again. I'll never be able to order brochures again next year because I didn't spend the money. Don't worry, we will discuss these obstacles in a future episode. So trust me for now. We will learn to navigate some of those tough conversations during the budget process. But today, I want you to focus on five expense improvements that you can make a difference in in 2020. Maybe that involves changing a vendor out. Maybe that involves using a different um, vendor for a service that's being completed. Maybe that involves the team taking on one task that's outlined in a contract, and but it will provide savings and contract services. Maybe something shifted and you you know that you've been able to improve turnover. So now um, there's a little extra time on the maintenance team's hands. I know there's always something for maintenance to do. 
but that might be if you can reduce turnover and then they can take on something that was contracted out. That's just another way that you can save. Do you have an unreasonable budget? Yes, I know that it happens. It's happened to all of us. I still encourage you to identify five ways to to provide meaningful impact to the bottom line of that budget. And then identify your own stretch goals on what percent you will not miss your budget by. Don't feel defeat out of the gate just because your budget was approved at goals that are not achievable or seem unachievable. You might actually just surprise yourself how close you could get to meeting those goals. Or what would that accomplishment feel like at the end of the year if you were able to say, wow, I only missed it by this. We're going to, again, as we said, identify five income items along with five expense items. See if you can do better on those outlined in your 2020 budget. Set a reminder to check in on your progress monthly. Probably the easiest way is during closeout or when the financial package comes out. This will take a little extra effort, focus, and potentially phone calls or meetings. But this could be the very thing that increases your NOI for the year. To paraphrase John Maxwell, when we provide intentional actions towards a goal, we create attentional possibilities. Again, let me say it again. When we provide intentional actions towards a goal, we create additional possibilities. So basically, forward moving creates additional possibilities. What does that mean? Yes, if we take additional actions towards our goals, then we create the possibility to make them to come to fruition. You guys, you can do this. We can't set property goals without setting personal goals. Be sure to at least set one professional goal, even if it's just listening to this podcast twice a month or reading a leadership book. I understand sometimes funds are tight or leadership restricts what we're allowed to do, but there are tons of resources out there that are even free. And if you need ideas, just reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Early in my career, the company I worked for would not pay for me to get my cam or caps. So I got a second job. I paid for both personally, was never reimbursed for either designation. And to top it off, I had to attend all the classes on my own. So I would have to work the weekend to have a free day off during the week so that I could take my cam and caps class, or I would have to use PTO time to attend the class. While that doesn't seem reasonable, I will tell you it was one of the best things for me. I worked for a company early on that truly didn't have a leadership or a training program. And so I was training myself in an industry that I knew nothing about. I just happened to be good at customer service and I happened to have a great work ethic, but I was not plugged in. And so somebody had shared with me that a great thing would have been to get my designations, my cam and caps. So I did just that. 
it was one of the greatest decisions of my career because not just for the designation, but the people that it put me in touch with. It plugged me into my local apartment association where I was introduced to leaders in our industry that would become mentors for me. If I wouldn't have made the sacrifice, I never would have met those folks, most likely. And I wouldn't have probably appreciated all of their time if it wasn't for the sacrifice that I was making to you. I might have just taken it for granted. And not that you would, but just knowing me, I might have just got caught up in the moment and started moving too fast. And I might have missed some of those personal growth opportunities that it really did provide me with. So don't feel like just because your company is not willing to pay for it, that there aren't additional resources for you. They're out there. 19 years ago when I started, we didn't really have the online resources that we have today. We didn't have online publications. We definitely didn't have a podcast. So don't feel like it's just an end all if you don't have the support from your company. You can still grow professionally without that. Connect with me if you need additional help. I'm happy to be a resource for you. So how did all of this come to fruition? So a couple days ago, um, while traveling back from Florida in a nice break, I realized that in all of the craziness of 2019, I really didn't set goals for each of my properties. I was just living by my budget. And um, sometimes that came with a disappointment and sometimes we exceeded our goals but I was only using my budget for each of my assets as my goal. So this year I've decided that I'm going to be more intentional with that goal setting. And I've outlined additional goals for each asset that I have. My portfolio is a little lighter right now. So maybe that's easier, but my, my hope is that I will continue to do this the first week of the year. Um, most of the time, I believe, like my goal will be to set this on the calendar for the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's a little quieter that week, and I can be intentional about setting the goals before we start the new year. My goal is to also sit down and share all of those goals outside of the budget for the asset with the manager and the regional. I will not be able to accomplish the goals for my properties on my own. So I'm going to share it with my team. And the goal of that is to stretch everybody, to see what we can do to perform. I do believe that we've all set, in my portfolio, we have all set realistic goals outlined in our budget, but I think we can stretch. I think we can do even a little better. And if we don't try, we will never know. So that's the goal and where all of this came from. And it really felt like sometimes in our industry that we are only using our budget as our report card. And it can't just be that. It's time to stretch. It's time to try to exceed some of those goals. And it'll be fun to look up quarterly to see how we're doing, to see what happens when we dare to exceed the expectations that we had already set. 
what will happen if we try to push a little harder, a little further. And then it will really give you an opportunity to show off your rock star status. And again, if your budget is a tough one this year, how would it feel for someone to look up and go, wow, that really exceeded my expectations. You really closed the gap on the miss that I thought you were going to have. Again, rock star status. And just on a personal growth journey, if nobody looks up at your tough budget and says, wow, you only missed it by 1%, at least think about all the intentional work you put in to close the gap on the budget that was probably unachievable. You will be able to look up and go, wow, we started the year out at this. And each month, our intentional efforts closed the gap and we closed it out at this. If nobody recognizes the hard work and the effort you put in, at least you did. You tracked it and you didn't take defeat as an answer starting out at the beginning of the year. It really will be a great process and a great way to stretch our growth this year. Thank you all so much for joining. I hope you get out there and set your 2020 goals. It's not too late. It's only early January. So, or let's call it mid-January by the time you're listening to this. If you don't listen to it in January, it's okay. You can still set your goals. Don't worry. Don't miss out. Be intentional. Find those five revenue opportunities and five expense opportunities and identify how those will impact the bottom line. And then we can start tracking our progress. If you're not sure how to get started, my suggestion is dust off those budgets that were approved in October and November and see, are you tracking to hit your January goals? Or has there already been something come up that was unexpected? Like 2019 expenses hitting January 2020. I hate it, but it happens. Even as hard as we try, there's always something that comes up. So don't worry. Knowing is half the battle and then mapping out a plan is the other half. You can do it. Don't let it derail you before you ever get started. Come up with a plan of how you're going to overcome that challenge. And if you're already tracking to hit your January goals, that's awesome. Go ahead and see, is there something you can push a little further? Can you make up some ground in January? Because there could be a month that we're going to miss. Or is January just already a win, but February looks a little bit like a challenge? Go ahead and start working towards those February goals. It's never too early to get a jump start on it. Again, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. It's been so much fun. I hope you get those goals set and I hope to see you back in two weeks. Be sure to share with your friends about the Multifamily Streamline podcast. We have lots of fun things coming later this year too, including online coaching series that will launch later first quarter. Now go make 2020 the best year ever.